0: All right, welcome to the Primo Podcast. I'm your host Zach Hayes, and today, over the phone, we have a very special guest here. Uh, I've known him for years, uh, Ken Hirschman, with Best Life and Company Real Real Estate. Uh, they're located out in Royal Oak, Michigan, but he's a he's a hometown guy. He's a Romeo guy here. Kenny, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, you know, with all this quarantine time now, we're uh, we're really trying to reach out to other. Business professionals, entrepreneurs, and get their take on the situation. And you know, I really wanted to talk to somebody in your field because you know these uh, swings in the economy, the dips in the uh, market, really have an effect on the housing market. Something that has been so strong for so long. Um, so I really want to get your take on that. But before we get into it, uh, tell us a little bit about Best Life and Company and uh, how you started that and. Ah, uh, your background as a real estate agent.
1: Perfect, yeah, man. So, uh, so Best Life was officially established um, right around August of 2018. We've been around almost two years, and um, yeah. So basically, we are um, we're under the brokerage EXP. Um, I used to own my own brokerage, um, Real Team Real Estate, and then I broke off in late 2017. Once I broke away from Real Team in 2017 decided that I wanted to kind of open up my own shop and run my own team and best Life um, with what that was. So, um, after running again, kind of a pretty big operation, we had about 75 to 80 agents. Uh, I started selling back on my own, which was in early 2018 for a few months. And then once, uh, once I started, you know, building up, building up my sales and clients and customers, that's when I started hiring agents and kind of building up the company and the team, if you will. So, We've been going strong for about two years. Um, we are. We just opened up an office in Royal Oak, so Royal Oak is is our hub per se. But like you mentioned, um, grew up in Romeo, so really our two main counties are Oakland and Macomb County. But we do kind of a lot everywhere. So a lot of it depends on um, really just where our clients are moving to and the referrals that we get. So uh, as we stand, we have I think we have eighteen agents right now. Twelve of them are full time, and then um, six more on a part time level, and a few members of our support and administrative staff and, uh, yeah, things are going great. Yeah. You guys are building it up and it seems like you guys, uh,
0: you guys got a really good dynamic there over at your office. Um, but you know, this is a unique time for you, not just because, um, you know, you did, like you mentioned, you're launching a new office. Um, you guys just opened up just a a matter of a, gosh, within the last month, right? It's been, it's been very recent. Um, but you did it under these uncertain times right now. Um, what, what is the conversation and the mood been like, uh, with you and your team? I imagine a lot of you are working remotely and you're doing a lot of video conferencing.
1: Yes. Um, I think everyone on the planet knows what zoom video conferences at this point. Um, you know, so we're, we're trying to, you know, keep it interesting, just like everybody else. Obviously we've had to adapt on the fly. Um, so we do, um, we have morning phone calls every morning with all of our agents um, where we get on the phone and kind of talk about just kind of goals for the day, real estate business, the market, obviously lately COVID-19 stuff to make sure we're all on the same page, but we're trying to make it fun today. Uh, or I think yesterday with the snow on the ground, one of the agents on my team, he came on the video call and he had a full snowsuit and a uh, snowmobile helmet on, um, today, you know, he had a background of Top Gun. We try to make it as fun as we can. Keep in but the mood light. adapting like ever. what's that? I said, keep in the mood light. Yeah, we have, you have to, right? Yeah. Um, but it was funny because we just had our grand opening, um, what was it, 12 days ago, Friday, and, and, uh, we had probably 200 people, um, at our office. And then that following week, Zach was right when, you know, all the COVID-19 stuff started to come out. So we got our grand opening out of the way, but shortly after that, we, w- we went remote and shut down our office. Um, the good news is our brokerage is a cloud-based brokerage and a lot of the technology and things that we have on our team are remote as well. So, um, we're trying to do as much as we possibly can, um, you know, remote, but obviously we're having to adapt. And then with the the, the governor shutting down the state basically yesterday, um, you know, we are in the same position as everybody else, just trying to basically trying to keep our heads above water, do what we can, talk to a lot of buyers and sellers, trying to keep them not only calm, but comfortable. Uh, a lot of people want to know about the market and they're almost asking us in real time for kind of market updates and real estate trends. So we're giving them what we can and that's all we can do at this point.
0: Yeah. Has it, has it hit the market yet? Have you seen anything change aside from maybe people not calling to set up showings? Um, do we know yet how this is going to affect the, uh, you know, like the median price of, uh, the residential side that we, that's been so strong for so long now, uh, has it, is it too soon to know whether that's been affected or not?
1: For sure. And I think, I think, um, you know, what I tell people is, is I tell them that I'd be making a lot more money than I do if I was a, you know, a futurist and could yeah, if you predict, predict
0: the, the future. future. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that crystal ball <laughs> but, when um, need it?
1: What, what we've seen though, is it's pretty interesting. You know, our team, like I said, we have 18, 19 agents. So our team over the last 10 days or so, we actually had like the biggest 10 day stretch sales wise than we've had all, all year. And the reason is, even though our buyer activity and seller activity was essentially cut in half, those people that were still listing their house and buyers that were still looking for houses, they were like dialed in frantically trying to find something. So for that, we were able to help a lot of people. So I think it's too early to tell. But obviously, with the governor shutting everything down, we anticipate that our business will be, you know, slim to none over the next 30 or 45 days until we get back to some sort of normalcy.
0: And that's a, that's a long stretch. I mean, we're kind of in the same boat as you, Kenny, where, um, you know, it, when it, when this, uh, it doesn't just make things slow down, it makes things come to a screeching halt. Um, there's just yeah. nothing that can be done at that point. Um, are you, are you more concerned about your, your people that you're listing with right now who are currently under contract, um, finding them the buyer, uh, like, what are you telling those clients right now who might be a little uh, uh, sure. pessimistic about the the directions things are going? Are you just telling them to hang loose and, you know, we'll figure this out together?
1: Yeah, it's, it's so interesting because, um, I mean, at this point, all we can do is, you know, tell them the options they have. And then whatever decision makes them feel most comfortable is the one we're going to roll with. So at this point, let's assume you're a seller and you have your house on the market. Um, option one is we keep it on the market. And Zach, I don't know if you saw the stats, but I think last week within a two-day stretch when everybody started working remote, social media activity went up by like two or 300% almost overnight. Oh, I believe that. And that's because everybody was working from home and remote. So, you know, on one hand, you say, okay, even if we don't get an offer, we could keep it on the market and, you know, two to three times more sets of eyes are going to be on Zillow looking at houses, including yours, if we keep it on the market. Um, on the other hand, you know, it may make sense for you to take it off the market and in a month or so or in a month or two, you know, put it back on. So I see pros and cons to both. Um, sure. One thing we're doing immediately is we're incorporating um, video tours and things like that and also having our sellers uh, a little bit more participative. So for people that do want to get their house on the market because we have restrictions and we can't send our photographers or videographers in there, we're honestly, we're having our sellers. We're giving them tips professional photographer tips from our photographers how to take photos, how to take video, and then they're sending that to us and then we're sending it to our professionals to edit. So at least we have a an above average or pretty darn good product out there. That's a great idea on the market. And then we're doing virtual showing. So we have the photos, we have the virtual walkthrough. Um and actually yesterday we just listed one in northwest Ferndale and um, you know, a very strong offer was written, sight unseen, because of the virtual walkthrough that we had. So um, you know, who knows? It may not work for every listing, but we want our sellers to know that we are adapting and we do have options like that out there. And if they're just unsure and uncertain and they want to wait, you know, obviously our ability to keep them in the loop, um, you know, day to day or week to week until the restriction is lifted and everything's back to a little bit of normalcy, right? you know, um, we'll just have to kind of advise them. Yeah. you know? have to. You so. just
0: have to be proactive in these situations. You can you can sit back and play the the woe is me card, um, but we're all in that same boat. I don't think really anybody's thriving right now. I, I think everybody's in survival mode. But putting that best foot forward uh, is going to get everybody through these hard times. And if the if the sellers have to get a little creative through your uh, advice and recommendation, so, so be it. I think that's a great way to do it. You know because like you said, not a lot of people are going to buy a house site unseen like that, but it, it at least keeps it in the back of their mind. And yeah, it might take 30 days longer to sell your house than you were expecting. But at the end of the day, sure. um, as long as I i mean, I don't know about you, but I feel like as long as those interest rates remain low, uh, it, people will be encouraged to, to buy.
1: Yeah. And I, and I agree. And then again, it goes back to like, What is the future going to look like? I mean, I know they anticipate over the next, what, three to six or six to twelve months, because of this unemployment rate could jump to, what, 10 to 20% or as high as 20 or 25%. I saw that, yeah. The market has been so hot, and there's so many more buyers than sellers because it is a strong seller's market. What we think that's going to do, and this is kind of my own personal opinion, not really speaking for anybody else, but I mean, it's going to take a scorching hot seller's market to just a relatively hot market. Four, I think it's four out of five or five of the last six recessions that the country had, home prices actually stayed stable or increased. So just because or if we do go into economic recession doesn't necessarily directly correlate to home prices. And I think it's just gonna you know, a lot of people suggested that they thought a correction was near in the next year or two from a real estate market standpoint. If anything, it's just going to be a catalyst for that. It's gonna happen a little bit sooner. But I think that means more of an equilibrium as opposed to, you know, a drastic drop. So I'm hopeful that it's still going to be a healthy market when we come out of this. And and nothing's really given me anything to suggest otherwise.
0: Well, I agree with you, Kenny, because a lot of people our age were, you know, uh, approaching mid-30s here. Um, You know, we're so familiar with 2008, that recession that was strictly as a result of uh, a lot of the uh, issues with the, the housing market and inflating price, inflated prices. And, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think we equate recession to, uh, falling, uh, uh, housing prices and people who can't get out of their homes, even if they wanted to. Um, yep. but I think you're right. Historically, um, it, it's not like this is going to crush the housing market. That's still a solid asset in any aspect.
1: hundred percent. And in, I mean, all signs that I've had point towards interest rates are still going to be low. How low? I don't know, but I know they've been just insanely low. So, which which means that you know, money is going to be more affordable than ever to borrow, and people are still going to be able to afford a lot of house for a reasonable you know monthly payment. As long as that's the case, um, I, I still think the the real estate market is going to be healthy, and there's going to be you know more buyers than sellers. I really do. It might create some opportunity, right? hundred percent. Yep. What's, what's the, uh, the
0: one thing about this, uh, shutdown situation? Because if, you know, if you're like, you know, you're a business owner like myself, uh, Mm -hmm. these are, these are, uh, beyond interesting times for us, but what's the, the one thing about this shutdown that that really just keeps
1: you up at night? I mean, honestly, um, you know, in, in real estate, for the most part, my whole team is hundred percent commission. So it's a very, um, it's a high risk, just like being a small business owner, Zach, like you and me, it's high risk, high reward being a realtor. There's a lot of things to love about it, but there's a lot of risk involved with it too. And one of them is you put all your eggs in one basket, you know, which is yourself because it is a hundred percent commission. So obviously just like, probably like you, I worry about my, my employees and my team and, and know that a lot of them are, um, you know, probably not going to do a lot of business over the next 30 or 60 days and how that impacts them not only on my team but being able to you know remain a realtor and stay in the real estate industry so you know just like everybody else just kind of worried worried about the team and how long this is going to last and we're all hoping and praying that that it's a lot closer to uh you know to, to, to maybe late spring or early summer as opposed to a process that's a little bit longer
0: yeah. And I, that's what I hear from a lot of these small business owners. It's not just the business they're worried about. It's not just the lost revenue. It's the, you know, it's their, their employees, uh, their team. That's always been such a big part of it. And uh, unfortunately for us, we did have to do a round of layoffs, uh, late last week. Yeah. yeah. yeah and I mean, it was yeah. just, it had to yeah. happen. I mean, it was, it, mm-hmm. it was just, uh, the, the overhead for those, um, those, those, those staff members it i just wanted to give them the opportunity to you know get out there if they needed to file for unemployment so be it um yeah but it was just the fact of the matter those are those are hard decisions that we all have to make and you know but that's always in the back of our minds it's like what you want to make sure those people are taken care of as well absolutely
1: yeah it's an interesting uh it's an interesting dynamic but um yeah. I mean, we'll see. Like, just yeah. like, it, what's funny is you kind of said, you know, what, what one thing I have gathered is it's funny to you and I were talking before we, before we got on here was it just makes you critically look at your business and how it's ran and, um, kind of a lot of things that you probably should have looked at beforehand. <laughs> right. Obviously this makes you just dig in deep with a magnifying glass. So, you know, if this is short lived, which we hope and pray, I mean, if nothing else, I think we're going to come out of this, running in a very efficient business. Right. Um, you know, and then uh, yeah.
0: So. You're looking at it from a new angle, basically. You're you're yeah. you're looking at it from an angle you never looked at it before. Absolutely. Hey, how how long do you think this is going to last? When do when do we go back to normal?
1: Oh, million dollar question. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I tend to think the shutdown is probably going to get extended again. This is all just me personally. Um, I think that uh, I think it's going to be somewhere between 60 and 90 days. I'm praying That's for less. I'm praying that we can get back to to you know May first, but I tend to think you know sometime June or July is is when we're definitely going to be able to get back into um, almost complete normalcy. I think there's still going to be precautions and a lot of things that we're going to take maybe for a long time. Yeah, just with like you know maybe even I mean social distancing or congregating to an extent, but for the most part, you know the economy and business being able to churn us to get out of our houses and, and not be you know, a they concern around alert. I think, I think 60 to 90 days is probably my best guess. I don't
0: disagree with you, Kenny. Um, we'll end this with a, with a fun note with everybody at yes. home quarantined. Can you give us your <laughs> Netflix binge recommendation for, oh uh, for the shutdown yeah. here?
1: Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, instant smile on my face i just know about
0: ozark have you seen it i have i am you know what you're (laughs) the you're the second person now to bring this one up and i'm glad you did because uh yeah i am counting down the days until the new season kicks off here
1: so we ripped through the first two seasons in what i think a week (laughs) yeah
0: those are hour-long episodes too those are they not are. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. You can't just math. breeze That's through these. Of,
1: yeah. <laughs> a lot of popcorn. Um so we did that and then The Outsider which is the Jason Bateman one too we we're actually uh we're actually just digging into that while we wait in anxious anticipation of season 3 of Ozark. <laughs> my my
0: wife and I watched The Outsider as well based on that uh Stephen King novel I believe. Uh yes. that was another yes, yes. good one. Uh <laughs> very very good choices there Kenny. Uh Thank for, you, sir. for for our audience how do how do they get a hold of you and your team?
1: Yeah, totally. Um, feel free to reach out to me just on my cell phone. So um, 586-531-2751 if you guys have any. I mean, it's not like right now, Zach, right? It's not so much like buying and selling. Like we're not looking for deals right now. We're very realistic. We're just here to kind of serve and support and keep people educated. So a lot of people are just coming from a like, hey, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? Or how's the market? Or what do you anticipate? I mean, that's why we're here right now. So if you have any questions at all really in the next year about buying and selling, um, you know, we'll always straight shoot you and give you our honest, you know, honest uh, you know, feedback and I think most people appreciate that approach right now. So again, five eight six five three one two seven five one. Perfect. Kenny, I appreciate
0: you coming on the podcast here. Um, we're all hoping that things go back to normal sooner rather than later. Um, we'll, we'll keep, uh, we'll keep bringing you guys updates on the Primo podcast. And, uh, until next time, uh, don't forget content is king and the struggle is real.